0: Special shout outs to Worldwide Entertainment TV Media. Um, they're shouting out the First Lady, uh, Miss Goldie. Today, um, we have go um, Miss Goldie, and she is doing uh, doing her thing today, telling us her story. And um, it's a blessing. <laughs> and to me, you're not only an entertainer, but you're a star. Oh, you know? God's blessing. No, no, you are, and nobody, nobody in this world can ever take that away. So I'm going to continue. I'm going to start off this um, this interview. I love Yonkers. It, it
1: actually made me the person that I am today, and it, it gives us this thick skin that yeah, yeah. we are able to go out and conquer the big things in the world because we came from somewhere that gave it to you raw.
0: That is, Whatever was a- wrong with
1: you and Yonkers, they let you know. <laughs>
0: you know what? You know, that is a that is a total fact. You know, um there's no getting away with that and they'll let you know and, and they'll it'll they'll know it all the way across town. Yes. <laughs> you know, before you even get across town, they'll be already knowing that. So right. it's 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 um it's serious business when it comes down to that. <laughs> um so again, like where did you live actually in Yonkers?
1: I lived everywhere the north side, the south side, Warburton, Ravine, Woodworth, School Street, Slow Bomb. I lived even up on the tree streets, like Highland. I've lived the whole Yonkers from Carroll Avenue to Scarsdale.
0: <laughs> wow. So it's safe so it's safe to say that you are, you know, you're well known in Yonkers. Yes. See I know that. I just want to say the words so that people understand That this is not coming from me. This is coming from Mrs. Goldilocks. But I already know the story. Tell me about DMX. Tell me how you met DMX.
1: Oh, my God. I so love DMX. So basically, we just grew up together um, from School Street to and We both kind of lived in between those two places.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I feel like it was two different versions of Earl and DMX. And they was just two different people, and I always say a lot of people knew DMX, but I knew Earl. Like I didn't really. Right. I knew DMX.
0: Right. Well, he he also I mean, said I knew Earl. You knew Earl, right? So he also yeah. said, he says something about you, um, you know, helping him with his his religion, and being a, a spiritual. Advisor to him. I seen you know a clip on the stage Where he he went he did he actually in the public He told people on the stage while you were on stage and he was performing He stopped the show and he said something to you like uh, You know, this is the person right here That I have to give gratitude to and you know, he started getting emotional about it <laughs>
1: Just cut I I shed blood Let a nigga All I wanna
0: hear (laughs) Praise
1: God, praise God It's one of the first people That brought me to the Lord as I was.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Seeing the truth in me, but I didn't see
1: the truth in myself. Seeing how much God loved me, but I didn't I didn't even love myself, thank you. Oh!
0: Can you give me a little bit more about that?
1: oh my goodness like that was such such an amazing moment because um it it, is really deep so when um when dmx was out you know before he he got a record deal and you know he was just out there kind of you know trying to find his way through life and you know going through his struggles and everything i was going to yonkers general hospital i still don't recall why i was going to the emergency room over there. But right. I saw him over there by the emergency room. So he yes. asked me about God. Right. So I was right. like, so I started talking to him about God or whatever. So this at the time I'm saved. I was, you know, a part of Pastor Hazel's ministry. I was saved and yeah. you know, everybody yeah. could see the change that occurred in my life. So he asked me to talk to him about God. So I was talking to him about God and I had these glow-in-the-dark rosary beads that I got from one of the prisoners and by when we would do the prison ministry, they would always make us crosses and give us stuff like that. So I had my glow-in-the-dark rosary beads and he asked me if he could have them. So I took them off my neck and I gave it to him. But he made me remember what happened because I didn't remember anything after that. So he said that I told him to come walk with me. And I didn't tell him where we was going. He said, because if I would have told him where we was going, he wouldn't have came with me. So he said, I told him to come walk with me. So I walked him to the church. And we knocked on the door. And once Mother Cooper, Pastor Cooper, got her hands on you, was over, right? So they opened the door for him. And I, I said, this is my friend, or whatever, you know. So he, they took him in there. They made him some food. They fed him. And they made him watch probably 1,000 church tapes.
0: No, you Pastor Hazel, you know, you you brought him there, you you know um, the rosary beads, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, I brought him to the church and I basically left him there. So I brought him to the church, left him there. You know, they let him stay there whenever they he wanted. Father Cooper would take him to do moving jobs with him and things of that nature. So I never saw him, but then he just became huge. So um, we were having like the last service of the church or whatever. And he found the church people and ended up, you know, paying the money to the people that they owed or whatever, but I still hadn't seen him. So that day on stage was the first time that he saw me in 20 years.
0: Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. So, I mean, you know, so you, like I said, this is, ladies and gentlemen, the person I have online right now is um, Mrs. Goldie, the first lady of Yonkers. It's uh, crazy, you know, that he passed away, and, and, you know, I don't know how that felt for you, um, but I know it didn't feel good for me. Um, what did that feel like for you? It was
1: crazy because um, I feel like that me and him had work to do as far as spirituality is concerned. Right. It, um, really had nothing to do with his career. It had to do with his soul and i feel like it was a lot of times that i went for him and just the whole energy of what's going on in the moment and and the 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 adrenaline from him either going on stage or coming off stage i never found the appropriate time to talk to him about these things so the last time that i was with him here in atlanta um Was it 2020? At the One Music Fest, I was there with him. I rode in the car with him to the concert and um, I got a chance to talk to him, but I thought it would be a time that I could see him again and we could finish the conversation. And that time didn't come. So for me, I felt like I was shortchanged and I felt like he was shortchanged and people could say, you know, he was DMX, he had this and he had that. But the one thing that he wanted, he never got.
0: I know that's
1: right. The one thing that that man wanted in his life, he never received. So he might have left this world unfulfilled as well. So, and I felt that unfulfillment in him, and we had like a special attachment. Through I don't know if it was because of our upbringing and what we both went through as children, and just the way we had to struggle through life and be at other people's mercy mm-hmm. and. I just, I just felt like we kind of had the
0: same spirit. Wow, that's crazy. Now, you know, our, our crew represented at the um, verses. Um, you know, the locks versus Dipset, right? Um, when you seen that battle, right? What did that do for you? And what? Did I almost you... had a
1: stroke. Let me tell you. First of all, I had to calm down because I thought I was stroking out. My lips was numb. <laughs> uh, I, like my, I don't know if my blood pressure was high, but when I tell you, it wasn't even ready. It wasn't even ready, and the prices is still going up. My prices is going up, and I wasn't even there. <laughs>
0: I know that's right. I know that's right. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. I know, it mess. Just- so you know, so I get yeah. Like I said, we lived in the same town, and you know, we all were doing. Like I was doing my thing, you know, on one side of the town, and and a lot of people were doing their thing, but you know, for me, I did not stay in Yonkers. I had to leave Yonkers because people didn't want to go and excel, and I had but not. You
1: was in the first wave of. You was in the first wave of. A lot of people don't know Yonkers' history in the music industry, and um. A lot of pioneers that was first getting out there with this hip hop thing, this breakdancing thing, Black people being in in their own type of genre of film. You went out with that first wave of the African band Bada, of the birth of hip hop kind of. You was like you was like the second, not even the second generation, like you just kind of, you know, right in the gate with them. So to to me as being younger, It was like you was, you was one of our first superstars.
0: Wow. Wow, That's, that's great to know. That's great. That's a beautiful thing. I mean, you know, back in the days, we remember um, when B Street first came out, Park Hill Theater. I I remember when it first came out, I had my B Street jacket on and I was walking down to go to Park Hill Theater Theater to watch it. And, um, you know, and that movie was so big that, you know, they had to cut it here, cut it there. And, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't in all the parts. I was a standing for Guy Davis. I did a lot of work with Harry Belafonte. Got my friends in, you know, pass, you know, you know, free and to audition or, you know, they didn't have to wait online or nothing. Um, And so, you know, that was a great experience and that is a historical movie. It'll never, um, it'll never die. And my kids till this day they they see me my grandkids see me there and they know that that's the first uh, one of the first um hip hop right? there. so you know that's a blessing and i use that as um as a um as a tool to to as i go around the the country and and i uh let people know you know the, the stuff that i've done um right. Doby gave me an award for uh, my um a contribution in hip hop but um, like I said, you know, we, Yonkers is full of um, artists and uh, just like uh, Goldie said and, um, you know, a lot of unsung people.